Welcome, my friends, to Peace, Love, and Bring a Bat, the podcast that never ends, where we gather our clan and talk about the peace and love in our lives, the difficulties along the journey, and how we rise up from them. We will experience a little thing I call cluberty together, and by the end of the show, we're going to find our sweet spot. I'm Uncle Dave, and our transformation starts right here. Hey now, and how are you doing? I want to welcome you to the next episode of Peace, Love, and Bring a Bat. Today's amazing guest is Nancy Barrows. We're going to talk about brave spaces. We're going to talk about being positive, a positive practitioner. And really, she's the chick with the tool belt. So how are you doing, Nancy? I'm wonderful. Thank you for being here. And thank you for having me and creating this space, this brave space. I appreciate that. I, well, I appreciate so much about you. And, you know, I'm always here to support everybody. And when you had the fundraiser a couple of weeks ago, uh, and actually, I'm going to try to run out to see Tim's. He, he's, he's having in September, he's yes. having uh, a live event. And I said, it's three hours. I'm like, I could probably do that. And uh, so wonderful. I reached out to him and he's like, oh, that would be amazing. And it would be amazing. And he just won, um, gosh. Yeah, the man of the year. Uh, the, well, was it the, the, the person of. Yeah, there's an award that goes along with it that he just won, which it's is amazing. Society, yeah, yeah, taking this from the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society and creating an in-person perspective on cancer event in September. I want to say it's the 23rd. Hopefully, I'm not misquoting that. Yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, yeah, but uh, I'm looking forward to it. I was like, yeah, I could do that. That's an easy trip. Once I, it's really for me com- coming from Long Island. Once I get off the city, it's a straight drive. It's it's exactly. an easy. Uh, it's actually easier drive than getting out of the city. Exactly. That's the hardest part for sure. Okay. Well, you do so much and and I know words are very powerful for you. Uh, And one of the, our words that you love to do is radiating real. What does that mean to you? Wow. It is, it is, it's a, it's a labor of love, although it's not work. It is from my personal journey and my experience. And it started when I got onto LinkedIn And I didn't know anything about anything. I didn't know, you know, algorithms and the things you're supposed to say and not say, which I actually don't think there are rules, but people seem to think there are certain rules. And I was sharing myself and my story and people kept commenting on how genuine it was and how authentic and how real it was. And it made me take pause and go, wow, this must not happen very often. And I know in my own journey in life, I've worn a mask different masks, lots of different masks over the years to just present to the world as how I think people want to see me, how I think I should look, act, sound, be doing. And I realized that, you know, this piece where we're all showing up as if the world is fine, we are fine, that life from day to day never is challenging. There's no ugly, snotty, unsexy parts. We're doing each other such a disservice and we're draining our, depleting our own energy, right? It's just really work to do that. And so radiating real is all about taking off that mask, showing up as you are, as who you are, and receiving that unconditional love and acceptance. And that could be showing up when you're having a great day. It can be showing up when you're having a hard day. It's just however you are in that moment. It's not ripping your chest open and telling all of your secrets. Cause I talk all the time about the power of personal content through the chick with the tool belt mm. and helping people understand that personal and private are very different. It's just, you know, being you and allowing the world to fall in love with you and not all the other pretense. And it's giving one another permission to be human. Um, And again, the most important part is that we all deserve to be loved unconditionally and accepted unconditionally. 
Yeah, that's the big powerful part is that love unconditionally. And, and what does that mean to you? Because I know when I, you know, people say that really quickly. Oh, I can love unconditionally. And then you're going, okay, well, what if your partner did this or you, you felt this way? You know, what, so how do you love unconditionally? Well, for me, I, and I've had this conversation in my life with people I love where like, I'm really angry right now and I am like livid, whatever, whatever you've said, whatever you've done. I am like, I have this raw emotion about it and it's not right or wrong and neither are you, but underneath all of that, I still love you. Like my, it doesn't change that I love you. What mm-hmm. changes is in the moment, maybe how I'm reacting to things or how a situation or moment is making me feeling, but ultimately loving the person to the depths of who you are is perfect. Who you are, how you show up is what I love. Like, I love your imperfections. I love all the things about you that are perfect. I love seeing you through my eyes. I love, you know, you just have this piece where we can't control what everybody does. And we may think there's a right and a wrong way to do anything. And I I do believe in life as you move further in your journey, you realize it's not right and wrong in black and white. And so when you get to that part, it's also much easier to love unconditionally because you realize there's a whole range in there. And we each are entitled to our unique steps in the process, our unique um, mistakes, which I'm, I'm doing with air quotes, because I don't believe there are mistakes. I think the only mistake you can make is being afraid to make a mistake and therefore you don't do something. That's the mistake. But that unconditional love is really about, can this person be separate from me? Can this person be their own human? Can this person go off on their own, make their mistakes, have their successes in those huge moments, and you just love them no matter what's going on? You connect to just the very being and the rest of it is sort of decoration, Right. I said when I like when I was getting married and, and I might not be the best example because I'm now divorced, but I remember, you know, when you're planning a wedding, you've got a lot of input from people and a lot of opinions from people. And I kept reminding myself, I made the most important decision. I decided who the rest of it. People just wanted to change the decorations, right? How it looks. But really at the core of it, it's the who that's important. Well, that's the most important part is that who. Uh, and one of the lessons I've learned is that who has to first start with you, uh, you know, with, with our individual. I didn't really understand that well enough. I know I've g- given my love to people and uh, true love where I'll run, you know, run through fire for people. But I never understood about the question, you know, do you love yourself? Uh, I was just, you know, you, you take it for granted. Uh, I, I took it for granted until I was really asked that question. And then. It shook me to my core, and I was already shaking at my at that time. I was already shaking, but I was like, I had to really think about it. And when I really thought about it, the answer was no at that time. And that's right. when I came through with with my love filter, talking about unconditional love. Can I love you? You know, no matter what you do, can I not not like as you said, as you shared? Can I not like certain things? Yes, right. But can I love you no matter what? If you talk to me or you don't talk to me, can I still love you? Yeah, to me, that's what unconditional love is. Right, it's the choice is separate from the person. I don't love your, I don't love your choice, but I love you as a human. Mm-hmm. And what you said about like self love, you know, everybody's like, oh, you don't have to love yourself. There's a lot of pushback on that. I, I know, and there's a lot of people that believe it's true. What I believe is that judgment comes from not being able to see in ourselves what we see in other people. 
Right. And for positive or negative, you know, if someone is going after how someone dresses, it's because they don't see in themselves that they could dress that way, feel confident, look beautiful just as much. So I feel like the the self-love is, is, is really important. But again, it's about, like you said, like really asking the question and understanding, like, is this really about that person? Or is this something in myself that I'm uncomfortable with that I'm not, that I haven't come to terms with yet that, you know, I'm now putting out on the world and you give, you give that love and it's a risk sometimes, Um, you know, but the other thing that I had to come to terms with is that not everybody's going to love me unconditionally and I can't save everybody by just loving them harder. Right. Yeah. Right. That's one of those things. Oh, I'll I'll love you. No. and, And that's where, People don't understand. Like I, I'll send out gifts to people and I'm not asking for anything in return. To me, that's unconditional love. Like if you don't like it or you don't want to receive it, that's okay. That's, that's on you. But it, love is being sent to you. Uh, you know, I used to say to people, did I sign the card? They knew who it was coming from. And I go, then it's the universe. If, you're, mm-hmm. if, you're, if you feel that much towards me or whatever, okay, it's the universe. Don't worry about it. I'm not asking you. I don't follow up, you know, and that's the power of part of our stories. And I know you, you're a big power of your story person, because that's where love is. It's all the compilations of all of our stories. Absolutely. And I think what's, what's beautiful about it is we all have a powerful, impactful story. And, you know, when we start sharing it, we realize that we have so much more in common. We're so much more alike than we are different. Um, and I'm, you said in the beginning, I'm really about words. Like I, words have power. And I think that the more we're aware of that and, and look at the power of that in so many different ways, power of how it can make someone feel positive or negative, right? The way it can change our message, little messages, little, little things, you know, that, that make a difference. And I'm going to try and remember to get to the share your story part, because that's really important. I do like sharing the sharing your story. My, my success has been in large part due to sharing my story, to letting people know me and letting them fall in love with me, right? Like you get to know me, you get to see me at my worst, you get to see me at my best, you get to cheer me on, you get to celebrate me, you get to celebrate with me. But there is a, there is the opportunity to really connect there on a deeper level, which requires vulnerability. And sharing mm-hmm. our stories sure. often requires vulnerability. You know, it, it's our it's our personal journey that no one knows. No one knows it the way we know it. And I said, I say in my keynote, like having time alone during the pandemic, I got really familiar with parts of my story, like intimately familiar with parts of my story that I had not really known, <laughs> even though I lived them, I did not really know them. And so we have this opportunity to connect human to human. And as heart, as Brian Shulman would say, we heart to heart, right? Mm-hmm. It's all, it's the heart of it all that matters, but there's no truer statement. We are, and especially after the pandemic, we're living in a world where we are finally understanding the power and importance of human connection. Yeah, I, I agree because, the, you know, all those people who say, oh, the pandemic was worse. It, was, it wasn't great health-wise. There's a lot of challenges that we're going to still be experiencing. But for me, I also learned more about myself by 
having to sit with myself. I didn't sit on, you know, uh, Netflix and, and Hulu and all those things. I actually sat with myself, which at that time was one of the scariest places in the world. I would have done anything in the world to not have done that. But I am now coming out and I'm like, wow, uh, the the visions that I saw, the, the person who I was going in, I definitely am not that person uh, who came out of that story. That resonates with me so deeply because I say I was fortunate, really blessed not to experience the worst of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. But in all of that chaos, like this calm was granted me. This this place of all the noise was was shut down and put away. And yes, I had to get comfortable being alone. And I started to crave that time. And I started to realize it was actually one of my epiphanies. People are always like, well, what do you do for self-care? And I had always felt bad that like, oh, I'm not good at being a woman because I don't like to get my nails done. I don't want to get my hair done. At the end of the day, I want to run home, put on my pajamas, be on the couch with my cats, right? It's not glamorous, but it's what I want. And what I realized during the pandemic is that's my self-care. Doing nothing was my self-care. So what a what a way to like run into something you never would have otherwise discovered. I watched less TV during the pandemic than I normally did during my, you know, non-pandemic life pre. And I think that was because I didn't need the distraction as much. Mm. I got to a place where I didn't need to be occupied watching TV on my phone, playing a game, more than one thing at a time where I could really just be. And so the, t- the distraction wasn't needed. Yeah, that, that's where the power became, uh, similar for myself. Uh, pre-pandemic, I was definitely, and right before the pandemic, I mean, that September, I tried to hurt myself. That's the, That was part of my story that I've shared. And then the worst place that I could have been is is to be by yourself, you know, and, uh, you know, it was tough. And, and I stayed off of a lot of electronics because, and, and by focusing on myself, that's where I found my power. And the powers within, uh, you know, and, and you found you, I found my tools and because I knew the tools beforehand, you know, the ironic part I always talk about is most of us know our tools and what tools we need. But like you with needing to realize that all you needed is pajamas and, and, and a couple of cats and life was good, <laughs> you know, life is simple in that way. Yeah. yeah and it, it is, it's powerful. It's what the chick with the tool belt kind of, I mean, came out of, I, I can't went into the pandemic as a speech language pathologist. I came out as a speech language pathologist, but I came out as a second owner of a second business. You know, the chick with the tool belt was born from exactly what you're saying. I have all these tools that I use all the time and they're valuable, not just to me, but to other people. And if I can help other people find their tools, their voice and sustain that, right. The story you just shared so relatable. Gosh, in the best of times, having hurt yourself, you you tend to pull away from the world and isolate, but you were put in a position where you had no other choice. I know there were other people feeling that way, like, holy moly, this is like, I it's me. It's just me. Now what happens? And so Chick with the Tool Belt is really about helping people radiate real, find their voice, and, and share that piece of personal, right? Personal content and engagement are your most powerful tools on social media. And by doing that, 
getting into a place where you really understand that you're not selling anything other than yourself. And you don't have to sell yourself. The beauty is you don't need a pitch deck for yourself. You don't need a sales pitch. You don't need an elevator pitch. You know, that 60 second, all you have to do is show up and be you. And in doing that, allowing people to connect with you, we want to be interacting with, and especially do business with people we know, like, and trust. You don't instill a whole lot of trust or get a lot of people to like you when the first thing you do is send a sales pitch and you're connect. Like, <laughs> hi, I feel like a target. Like, and not even a well-researched target. Oh, I read your profile and it's interesting. Nothing's I read your profile. It's really interesting to me. I own this, da-da-da-da, and I can, you know, my software can help you. Yep. Like, nope, no thank you. We, we need to do human first. You want to increase your revenue. You want to create a strong base of community and a pipeline for business. Throw that out the window. Those days are gone. I don't even know how they worked ever before. Yeah, um, I, I think people just, you know, were, were chasing. And look, I've been guilty chasing after that shiny object out there. And that was one of the things I, I refocused on just saying, no, like I'm done. That's why when I get those pitches on whatever social media, I'm like, I only work with people I know. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, but I could do this. I could do that. Okay. I, I'm sure you can. And I appreciate you offering that to me. And no, like it, mm-hmm. it, it's just wherever you want to be, that's great. That's not how I do business. And if I miss out on business, it's also okay. You know, and that's right. one of those. Because you're going to miss out. Are you going to miss out on business? Or are you going to be open to the right opportunities? Right. And that's the whole idea is creating those boundaries. I mean, that's where I first created up the, the bring a bat uh, during the pandemic saying, you know, you, you have to create your boundaries and non-negotiables. And then, you know, now I, I, I talk about it by bringing your awesome thoughts and, right. because, you know, that's what it is. Uh, you know, though I might be walking around with a bat, I've never hit anybody with a bat and I've lost more battles than I, I, I'd, I'd care to admit. But at the end of the day, it's really powerful just saying, you know, how do you, th- you know, what's, what do you think today? And, right. well, and I love, I actually love the way you, it is bat, right? Mm-hmm. Because there's physical power in a bat. Mm-hmm. But really what you're focusing on is like what your internal dialogue is. Right. What, are you, are you spreading positivity, right? So that power of that physical bat is far outweighed by those awesome thoughts. They are far more powerful and impacting than you could ever have with the swing of a bat. And so I actually love that it, it works out that way. Um, and I've, and I've integrated it also, which I'm sure you'll, you'd love sort of like your tool belt is when I meet people live and I have the bat, I have all set up where they can swing the bat because I don't know if you've ever swung a bat, but when you hit the ball the right way, it just feels good. You, you know it, even if it's right in somebody's glove, it's a line drive in somebody's glove. It's not always a home run, but you know, you did your best. And that's what I want people to remember right? We use our five senses. It's not only about hitting that home run. And I've, I've told people, sometimes a home run is the worst thing that can happen in a ball, in a baseball game. You what might about get, the sacrifice fly ball, right? Hey, right. A home run has ruined more rallies than a couple, <laughs> a, a couple of good singles. Yeah. And I, again, you know, you were talking about um, when you hit the ball just right. And what comes to mind to me is like, when you make the right connection, when those two things make that connection, that, that sweet spot connection, the perfect connection, you know it. So learning to trust your gut, right? When something is feeling 
off to you. In my family, we say, ooh, ooh, it feels ooh, ooh. Like, <laughs> I don't know what that means, but that's what we say. Trust your gut. And again, be willing to let something pass you by, quote unquote. And again, my, me and words, it's not something you passing you by. It's leaving it, leaving space for the right thing. That, yeah, that, that's the powerful piece is leaving space. Don't ever worry. The, the right opportunities will come to you at the right time. We, don't, we all have to uh, also understand we work at our own, ca- our own timelines. You know, so you might be more advanced even if you're younger, older, you know, whatever. But that's right for you. you had, again, we go back to that story. It's how your story comes along. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter where the story is. is as long as you keep searching and finding the power in your voice. It's really, you know, voicing your vibe, as you and Brian yes. talk about, is really just knowing where that power comes from. You know, right? Well, Walt Disney, right, didn't start the Disney Corporation until his mid-50s. So right. think about that, that you can always find your voice at any point you can change. Absolutely. And to know that over time your voice may change, right? We grow and learn. It's like, it's a living part of us, just like we are, but just to never lose your voice. Know that it always has power. Know that it's always important. If no one agrees with you, it doesn't matter. You know, you may think nobody agrees with you, but there's someone out there who's going to hear your voice and what you're saying, and it's going to mean something to them. And it's going to reach them exactly when they need to hear it. Like we're talking about, right? Um, I was recently, and there'll be a post going up soon about it. Um, I had a moment where I was, I have these days where I'm blessed to have these days where like one thought after the other, I'm like, Ooh, 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 these are really like, I'm feeling really good about these are things I want to share. These are things I'm learning or connections I'm making or the evolution, the growth that's happening comes together. Right. And you have all these thoughts and I'm big on video and, you know, posting that way. And so I am blessed with having that creative side, but I'm also blessed with an analytical side. And I was getting in my head about, well, if I record all these videos today, I need to change my clothes because I don't want people to know that I recorded them all on the same day because then I'm going to post them and people like, it was just this (laughs) like in my head and two things happened. One, first of all, it's a great lesson for me to share with clients. And the reason I put it out and we'll be putting it out is because it's a great lesson to share period. And again, if you have that abundance mentality, I can give it away. It's not a problem. I can give it away. We all can, right? But the idea that first was, okay, hello, ego. Like, girl, you really think everyone's paying that much attention to what you wear? Like, okay. And secondly, does it matter? Does it really matter? I don't know if I'm ready to change it. I can't, I can't make that commitment yet. But what's important is the message. What's important is the thought. Right. It inspired you. Put it out there to inspire someone else. Just do it. Don't worry about the rest of it. The important piece is that it's out there because there's someone who needs to hear it. We have wisdom to share. We have powerful stories. We have the incredible ability to make people see, feel seen, mm-hmm. heard, and valued. And that is not a small thing. And again, when I'm working chick with the tool belt and I am chief engagement officer at Voice Your Vibe, it's all about really honoring people, making them feel seen, heard, and valued. And our personal content does that, even if we don't realize it. Because if I hear your story and I've been in that space, I feel seen, heard, and valued because I've had a similar experience and you're sharing it. And that's the one powerful piece because you never know who's going to hear it. It just needs to hear that that, that pick me up. And, you know, really, it, it, it's that I love that you, you said it's the abundance. I can give it all away. 
because Absolutely. the more that you give away, I mean, that, that's the, you know, your master manifesto, right? <laughs> you know, but that, that really is the more that you give, the more that you'll receive because you'll have those more opportunities and talking about it. Now, how would you, so I know you always talk about positivity. How do you figure out that balance on maybe toxic positivity? You know, that over, you know, oh, you have to be positive. It's not always just fighting positivity. It's thinking with a positive mindset and maybe watching some of the language that we say. For me, again, um, having a positive mindset and always being positive are two very different things. I am not always positive. I am like a child at times. I stomp my foot, cross my arms, and I am mad about it. It is unfair and I don't like it. We're all entitled to those moments. All of our feelings are valuable. They all get represented. If we don't, we're in trouble, right? Mm -hmm. If you don't let those come through, you're in trouble. And so having a positive mindset is in those moments, allow that to wash over you and then Bring yourself back to a place of gratitude and positivity. If what you're telling yourself is negative, find a way to flip it to the positive. It's never going to happen or this always happens every time. You know what? It's happened every time so far. Guess I have to try again. Maybe it won't the next time. You know, it's always, it. Oh, does it really always go this way? Really? Those are those magical thinking. Right. Always, never, you know, like, gosh, wow. Yeah, those extremes. Yeah. Yeah. If we, right. we, we always run to extremes as humans and yeah. you have to really go, okay, I tried everything. Well, you have like I, really when, I, when, I, when I talk to people, I go, "Well, you haven't met me yet." I go, "Give me a right, couple you minutes." Have and, tried it. you know, and sometimes you, even though you've heard a lot of the things that I might say, but it, sometimes it sticks. That's why when we plant seeds, we don't just plant one seed in a magic garden. We plant multiple right. seeds. We don't know which ones are going to grow, which ones are going to be really special. Right. Absolutely, and that's such a beautiful um, analogy too, because in that garden things are going to grow at different rates. Right. Same seeds, same water, same sunlight. Things are going to grow at different rates. And that's life. And so, yes, this positive attitude and is not always being happy. And that's why I do the radiating reel, because I show up unhappy. I, I saw a Facebook. I love my Facebook memories. Um, and I saw a post recently that was on a Monday morning. And I was sharing in a video saying, you know, today I made it horizontal. And then I went back vertical and I got back horizontal and then I went back vertical or vice versa. And when I got back to horizontal, I realized maybe I have more snake DNA than human DNA today because <laughs> <laughs> there are going to be those days. And I think honoring them and stopping and being like, you know, today's a day that I need to stop, rest and don't worry about the rest of it. You know, if you're really hot and you can't keep doing that forever, right? right. That's not the best way to live. You've got to find gratitude for the things that are. Um, but there's so much to be said for honoring those moments, those days. You get to stay in the dark hole, but you have to keep a hand on the ladder so that you can climb back out, right? It's it's not that I don't get sad. That with my history um, of sexual abuse, anorexia, depression, it is impossible and incredible to me that things that are not part of my daily life that I thought always would be, would be the abuse and the anorexia. But the thing I fight on a daily basis is my mood. Mm. Right. And there are days I lose quote unquote, yeah. or I at least allow this to be one of those days, one of those days. And I remind myself I've gotten through 100% of my worst days so far. So I know that's going to work. Now 
when it talk when I talk about having gratitude, I've been in that place where doing one more thing, having one more thought, like is excruciating, physically painful, mentally painful. You don't have the energy for it. And those are the moments where I encourage people to have like their list of five things to be grateful for, such as because I cannot handle being responsible for one more thing. I am grateful that my lungs work without me thinking Mm. because I cannot handle being responsible for one more thing right now. I am grateful that my heart beats without me thinking, right? That you have those where you can say them in the positive, right? So right now I don't have the space to be thinking about more. That's why I'm grateful there are things I don't have to think about. We'll be back in a moment. Excuse the interruption, folks. I'm just here to give you an important message. Fabrizio, hit that music, please. Ooh, I get chills every time. It's the theme music of the LaunchCast, and I am the launch dad himself, George Andriopoulos, the host of the LaunchCast, a wonderful podcast, a top 60 Apple podcast on the entrepreneurship charts, and a show about leadership, business, life, growth, and everything in between. Here's the deal. We come at you every single Monday with in-depth interviews with leaders. We talk about principles of leadership. We talk about how you can stand up and activate that leadership and change the world with it. Join me and my guests and all of my friends as we play every Monday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Amazon Music, all the usual places. We appreciate your support, folks. Now back to the wonderful show you were listening to, another great program from Launchpad 516 Studios. You're listening to Peace, Love, and Bring It Back with me, Uncle Dave, Dave Schmetzky. As you were saying about being, you know, upright and and vertical, uh, I always go, you know, sometimes I feel like a caterpillar and sometimes it's that ugly process and you just got to trust the process. Don't let yourself, and I love that you said grab a ladder because it really is, pull yourself up, even if it's just to the first rung. Absolutely. You know, it doesn't have to be climbing the ladder it's, it's just doing something or acknowledging you're allowed to lie down. You're allowed to yeah. have those bad days. It's just don't figure out where the pattern and breaking those pattern. Uh, and that, that's, that's where the power is. And, and you know, give yourself credit for everything you're doing. Hey, if you got out of bed yesterday at noon and you got out of bed at 1145 today, bravo. Yep. Right. If you actually fixed yourself something nutritious today to eat and you didn't yesterday, bravo. Somebody said it, and I don't know whose quote it is, is that you don't need to see the whole ladder. You just need to see the next step. Mm, yep. Yeah, that, that, that's really powerful stuff, uh, especially, you know, what we talk about being on the path. And, and it sounds like your path has been sometimes uh, seeing darkness. Uh, you know, the, the, the quote from uh, Dante's Inferno, I found myself in the middle part of my life in, the dark, <laughs> in a dark forest. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and, it's, and it's in those weird spots where we find that light. Where are some of the places that, or how do you find the light when you, when you want to, besides your cats and your pajamas? I say my cats and my pajamas are, are, are a great place to be there. Um, for me, a 
lot of it has been from over the years being there and, and, and having this toolbox, right? So I help people with their sales and their business and their branding through Chick with the Tool Belt. But a lot of it also is helping people through the everyday ups and downs, right? Because if you're building your business, if you're building your brand, if you're going through sales, there's going to be ups and downs. How do you handle that? And for me, it's become being prepared. So I try to do affirmations every day, a gratitude journal um, every November, the three things that make me happy in that one day, I write them down. So I can grab those when I feel like nothing, right? Nothing ever makes me happy or whatever. If you're experiencing your darkest days, it is very hard to recall the past accurately. So that's a great way. Journaling, I can look back and say, oh, wow, I remember I was in this spot. And now I'm in this spot. I was able to come through it. What I'm telling myself now is not true. And that's a really important one. Another way I prep is I have asked people I love and who love me unconditionally and see me for, for me without, you know, without any of the filters that I will sometimes see myself through. When I'm unable to, when I'm challenged to see myself through fair eyes, it's important to have these people, but to me, even more important, I've asked them to write me, like, why are we friends? Like, what is it about me that you value? What is it, you know, what's special about me? What are some of the memories you love? Because in those moments, when you feel unlovable, you feel damaged Mm. beyond repair, you feel like it wouldn't matter if you were here or you weren't, and it wouldn't matter if you gave up. And I don't mean like at your job or at life. I mean, there it's, it's the whole spectrum you have evidence to the contrary of your internal narrative. That's powerful. Yeah, that's huge. And it's really important because those internal narratives get really strong and really stubborn. And at some point, one of the tools I learned was it's an ego thing, right? If I'm sitting there in my darkest, ugliest, snottiest, unsexy of days and periods, and I think I'm smarter than everyone I know, because it must be, right? If I know better than everyone I know and their words don't, right? They're wrong. They're, wow, ego, right? I am not smarter than everyone I know. So having that, that input, right? I have, to, I have to use wise mind, not emotional mind. Wise mind. These people are not lying to me. They have no reason to lie to me. I'm not asked, I didn't ask them when I was at my lowest where they're going to have to tell me something positive, Right? Right. Evidence to the contrary of your narrative is really important. And same with, again, with Chick with the Tool Belt. Like, if you think you've done everything, that's what you're going to believe. Right. You you have to kind of have that that interrupt. Uh, And and that's the powerful part. And and a lot of that is just ego. Right? I've done it all. Uh, Nothing works. It's never going to work for me. And then I go, well, you know, watch. And and that's where I I teach people their quick reset button. And then they're like, what would you do? I go 30 seconds of rubbing your hands. If, if, if that could do something. Connect. All right, yeah. Connect. It's, it's, it's one of those things. Uh, there's so many different tools. What's your favorite tool? Gosh, I have a bunch of them. The one that I'll just do the one that just came to mind because of what you were saying, but I will touch my thumb to my first finger mm. and I will try and figure out, do I feel my tongue, my thumb touching my finger or do I feel my finger touching my thumb? Because while I'm engaged in that, I don't have room for any other thoughts. And it gets me really connected back with my body and grounded back into that space. And it brings me back to a place of awareness. And that's where my wise mind can kick in. So that's what, one thing that I really do love. Um, there, there are a bunch of them. And, and 
I share them knowing that they don't all work for everyone and right. we don't all have the same system. Well, um, and the thing I loved about it, as you were showing me your finger and I'm like, you want to know? It's an automatic okay. And if oh, you can, yeah. if you can <laughs> everything's rem- okay. Right? Everything's can- okay. And I, I will concentrate on that. You know, I, I will tell myself, even if in the moment I don't believe it, I will tell myself things that are true and helpful. I know they're true and helpful. Maybe I don't believe them right now, but it is true and helpful that I have a roof over my head. And it's true and helpful that I have people that love me. And it's true and helpful that I have have helped people in this world. It is true and helpful that this is a day, a moment. All I have to do is get through this moment. Wow. I just did it. Get through the next moment. Hey, I just did it. Get through the next moment. Wow. I'm on a roll. There you go. You've got to build upon it. I I love it. And and again, small, this breath, I have to make it through this breath. Mm -hmm. Okay. I did it. Yep. Now the next breath and just keep going. I mean, there's a million, I love journaling, journaling to me. If you're like, I'm a writer and words person and I just let it like come out of me. However, it's, it needs to, I can use the phallus language, the most negative of thoughts. I can create fantasies of what quote unquote I want. They're not fantasies to me. Everything has already happened. We're just catching up. And mm-hmm. so those those places where we feel like we're off our journey, we're not. It's part of where we have to go to gain the skills we need to be ready for what's out there. And the reality is if it's already happened and we're just catching up, the only way to get to it is to keep going. Exactly. Keep keep doing it. No matter what you're doing, you know, I, I just saw a video somebody showed me on YouTube, a uh, famous speech of, you know, just do it. Whatever you're doing, you know, I, I fell down. Get up and go do it, whatever you're doing. And and that's the real powerful part is just keep doing what you're doing, either take it as a learning experience or as an experience to not do it that same way. That's that's really what it comes down to. Well, when I do my keynote, I ask people, I'm like, people ask me all the time, how many times does it take? How many times do I have to get knocked down and stand back up? Does anyone have the answer? You know, nobody really does. And then I say, I do. I actually know the answer to that question. The answer is not a number. It's as many times as it takes. You get knocked down and you get back up as many times as it takes. That's the answer. Right. Yeah. You know, and that's why I say, think about it. It's, your, your keys are always in the last place you looked for it. And the reason why it's the last place is because you found your keys. So, <laughs> you know, it really is one of those things. Keep going till you find the right answer. If you've not... Don't do it the same exact way because sometimes that's not the that's where we break into those patterns, right. the, the, the negative patterns. Change one piece of that pattern. I don't care if it's just putting on a red shirt. And I had somebody do that once. I was like, you're not. I've never seen you in a red shirt. Oh yeah, I don't really like red shirts. I go, but maybe if you put on a red shirt, things would change. And it did because it just was a. a, a interrupt you know it's all right right it's all you think this is the most ridiculous thing and then you put it on you're thinking this is crazy and then all of a sudden you're like wow I, <laughs> something's different because like, you're not thinking you're not focused on that that other right. thought that was holding you down and back and heavy um and i just think there's being willing to reach out which is very hard and i think on the other end as humans we owe it to one another to notice when patterns of communication change mm. And to reach out to those people, because when you're in the dark space, it is hard to reach out to people. No one wants to feel like a bird. No one wants you. Nobody cares about my stuff. Nobody. And just there's part of it that makes you not want to connect with the world. So as humans, we need to sort of 
look out for one another. When someone's patterns change or you haven't heard from someone in a while or just they pop into your mind for no reason, reach out. That makes a huge difference. That's a tremendous gift that you can give someone. Um, the other thing is I, I encourage people to share it. Share that it's not a good day. Share that you're struggling because overwhelmingly as humans, we want to connect and we want to see one another succeed. Yep. So if we hear that you're having trouble, the natural instincts and response is to encourage and support. And again, seen, heard, and valued. So if you share today is an awful day, or I just don't know, like I've tried everything and I can't seem to get out of my funk. People will come to support you and encourage you because as humans, we do want to see one another succeed. And so the, again, we're back to the power of sharing your story and your story is made up of lots of little moments. So if you're having an ugly, sex, unsexy, snotty moment, share it because I guarantee you there is one person and far more than one, but at least one person that's in that same place. That's going to go, okay, I'm not the only one. So that's a big one I encourage. Like, that's a great tool. I don't feel it. Tell me, get it out there. You guys, I'm not feeling it today. I I totally, I I know I need to respond or I really want to respond. I really want to engage. I mean, I told myself for the last five hours I was going to shower. Still haven't showered. Whatever that piece is, put it out there. And give yourself that permission. That's the biggest part. Uh, You know, there's so many pieces to that. Give yourself permission to not shower that day, right? Laying down. I need to lay down for whatever reason, but don't keep it, you know, as ben from, Benjamin Franklin says, after three days, you know, fish and, and people smell, but you know, but you need to break those patterns and allow yourself. That's where you and I were talking off camera. There's some days that I, I now have learned that, nope, Today's not the today ain't your day. You know. Today's not the yes day. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And, and well, and it's contrary action. And I believe that is a psychological term. I won't, I won't, don't quote me, but contrary action, the thing you don't want to do, do it once. Yep. Then see how you feel. All right. Okay. I don't want to shower. I don't want to shower. There's no way I'm getting in that shower. No, no, no. Okay, you know what? I'm gonna shower just this one time. Just this one time. And you know what? Getting yourself to do it is a huge win and you feel better showering and being clean and fresh and feeling human again, huge thing. So that one contrary action is another tool. Like the thing you don't want to do, go do it. Tell yourself you only have to do it once. Tell yourself I get to shower. You know, there's those mornings where I'm like, Oh, I have to No, I get to get out of bed. There have been mornings where I put one leg, the other, and then slide out like a snake, like eventually gravity just takes (laughs) me out of the bed. And if that's how you have to do it, that's how you have to do it. And what I will say is if you're, posting something about being in a hard spot or anything radiating real tag me because I will be there and I will bravo you and let you feel what it's like to have that unconditional love and support. And once you feel that, once you've experienced it, there's nobody that I've talked to that wants to go back to wearing a mask. That's nobody. That's beautiful. And so true. Now I know we've taken a bunch of your, your time, and, and with this, is there any is there any final seeds that you'd like to plant with us? Or well, you're, since you're a word person, I really would love to hear maybe what your R word is today. As you know, uh, when we talk about grounding and having special R words, do you have a special R word? 
normally it's radiating real, but because I'm going to pick a different one, um, it's resolute. It's definitely resolute. It's, it's, it's knowing that it's not going to be easy, knowing there are going to be ups and downs and knowing that there are going to be days you don't want to, and you can't ultimately being resolute and knowing that you're going to, that you can like resolute is, is a powerful word for me. Um, and I think once we set our minds to something and we resolve that we're going to do it, we're unstoppable. We might be hip checked off to the side for a minute. We might be, you know, put on a pause, but we're unstoppable. And that, and that's what we are. Uh, you know, having that resolute power it within ourselves that we know that you just keep on going, as we said, Keep doing it until you you say you're done. Uh, and, and, and done could be, you know, I, I used to say that all the time is, hey, I'm done. And then I'm never done. I mean, I'm not, you know, uh, and then I'm just like, you really, and I've learned to not try not to say those words, is now I just go, I need a breath. And I need that reset. And, and, and that's among the ways I, I came with yours because we need to reset. You know, you're, you're really frustrated. Again, when we were talking about earlier about partners and and. and Anybody we're interacting, sometimes you're like, no, I don't agree with them. I need a reset. Not that I don't love them, but I, I, I'm not going there. I'm not going down that road. One of the biggest tools that I've learned in, in that realm is to say, I do want to talk about this, but I need a minute so that I can calm down and hear you and that I can express myself in a way that you can hear me. Mm. Like that's, that's the unconditional love piece too, to like recognize in the moment that we're going to destroy one another here. Like this is, this is not where we want to be and be able to go, you know what, this is important to me, obviously to both of us. If you get that much reaction out of something, right, you know, there's something there to talk about. And often if you take that pause, that reset, that moment, you give yourself the opportunity to see it completely differently. And if nothing else, you get to take that breath, give yourself the ability to you don't release the emotion, but you can come to the table holding that emotion along with a lot of other emotions too, like empathy and kindness to yourself and others, you know. Yeah, by by big... releasing some of that is that energy, right? You release right. some of that energy, that, that pent up anger or, or frustration and bring in some other things. That's why I always say, don't carry all of the bags at once. Carry one or two, put one down, see, see how that feels or carry it differently. Right. And there, there's that piece. And I think the thought may have just left my head. Oh no. And this is another, there you go. Radiating real. This is a, this is a, a side effect of life <laughs> where I have a thought and it doesn't always stay with me, but um, you were saying something before you said, don't carry the bag at the same time. And we, Oh, that, that when we get to the place of anger and we get to the place of I've tried everything in frustration, stop and think. Is this true frustration and anger or is this fear and vulnerability? But I feel more powerful being angry Mm. and frustrated. In my anger and my frustration, I feel more powerful. Often for me, that's that's the the piece that I need to recognize is, oh, I'm feeling vulnerable here and I'm feeling afraid or whatever it is. So I'm going to come out like the New Yorker I am and I can come back with my accent. I had to lose it to be a speech pathologist, but I'm going to come New Yorker 
And I'm going to come as my 20 something year old self with my knee high steel toed Doc Martens, you know, my leggings, <laughs> my men's V-neck Hanes t-shirt, my cap on backwards, flannel around my waist. And I'm going to bang on my chest and say, come on, bring it. Right. I feel powerful in that vulnerable and fearful doesn't necessarily feel powerful, but I have to tell you, vulnerability is one of our most powerful emotions yep. and it, one of our most powerful states of being. Yeah, no, that's got me in more trouble because, you know, being a protector, uh, you know, there's times, uh, you know, you, you get there or you're, or you're, or you're fearful. So you're fearful. You got to, you got to show that, you know, I'm just as tough, right? You know, as you mentioned in New Yorker, uh, mm-hmm. you know, and it really is, has caught me more in trouble than anything else and now when i've removed my ego i'm like okay i don't care uh, you know i'm i don't need to be the protect i'm still the protector still i'm a fierce protector you cannot mm-hmm. mess with my people i don't care who right. my people are i might have you know and, and I, I once explained this to somebody uh besides that's how i grew up with my dad he would beat me re, re, you know uh and, and all these things but if anybody walked in the house and tried to do anything to me he would be as fierce to protect me and not telling everybody about all the other stuff but at the end of the day that's some of the personality that i am don't mess with my people i will go to the the mat messing with your you know if you mess with my people i will cut you down um i will bring a bat but uh, you know I, I say all the time like i i lioness very quickly mm-hmm. um and i always like to say that people always think i'm a really nice person i am to my core, you threaten people I love and you see a whole different side of me. One thing that I want to point out and I want to give everyone permission is to not get it right in the moment. Right. Not get it right in the moment. You get puffy, you get pissed off, you get, you know, all that stuff and you realize, quote unquote, I blew it. Right. I did exactly that thing where I was feeling vulnerable and scared and I went to anger. Being aware is a win, even if you figure it out afterwards. Being aware is a win because the more times you're aware of it, the better you're going to be able to stop it in the moment. And the big piece that I think is important as humans to show one another and teach one another is to be able to come back and say, hey, I was feeling really vulnerable in that moment and it converted to anger for me. I'm sorry. Can we have, you know, thank you for understanding. I don't like apologies necessary. Thank you for understanding. Can we have that conversation again? I don't think that's really what I wanted to say. And that's my thing. Never apologize. I don't accept apologies for being human. I don't accept apologies for being human. You you are entitled to be human. No sorry needed. And instead of apologizing to people, again, words, put it in the positive. You're running late. Not I'm sorry I'm late. Thank you so much for being flexible on time. Thank you for so much for understanding. Mm -hmm. You know, thank you so much for giving me this human moment. That's exactly it. It is just uh, doing that and, and moving along, having those conversations differently. And, and when we go back later and say, hey, I think I goofed, I blew it, I, I can do this better, you're showing the other person it's possible and it's okay to do that. Right. And the likelihood that they will then do it is so much higher. Because if you've had someone come back to you and say that, you know how it feels. And it changes the landscape of everything. Right. That's why a lot of people are, are afraid to have that second conversation. You might have an argument, but they're afraid because they know that there's equal there's equal parts of that, and it is what it is. Uh, you know, you, you you know you're afraid to have that conversation because you know then the the real emotions sh- shine through. 
we all, it's, it's a journey for all of us to get comfortable being human. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you so much for being human with, with us today. Uh, and would you like to share any final comment uh, before we end the episode? Um, you know, my thing is that every day I strive to make people feel seen, heard, and valued. And I think that's a gift that we can all give one another. I want to encourage people to radiate real, to really give themselves the opportunity to receive unconditional love and acceptance. And I do truly mean it. If you're putting something out there that feels vulnerable to you on any social media platform, find me and tag me because I will be there and I will root you on and I will cheerlead you like none other because that's what you deserve. It's bare minimum. Bare minimum, unconditional love and acceptance. That's awesome. Thank you so much. And thank, thank you as always for being a guest and, and being a friend and just being who you are. And really to, to find out, you, you have to f- find Nancy on LinkedIn and all the other social media. But uh, her shows, her and Brian's shows on, on LinkedIn are just classic. It really is high energy. We forgot to even talk about how funny that I could be talking for like an hour and not talk about something that's such a big part of my life. Um, yes, the two global award-winning shows that are live, What's Good Wednesday, 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, and Shout Out Saturday, 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. And they, they're they slightly different, but they really are about having fun coming together as community. So what's good Wednesday? We talk about what's good. Come on and social distance with us. We can do lip sync battle on Wednesdays. Saturday, it's about cartoons, pajamas, your favorite cereal, being a kid again, getting in touch with that and shouting out people who have made a positive difference or had a positive impact in your life that week. And it is, again, shine the light on others, feel, send that unconditional love and acceptance to others. All right. Well, thank you. I definitely will include that in the the notes. And I try to pop on, you know, it's always because of the time difference. I'm always like, all right, I'm in the middle of something as always. But I've been on a couple of times, and it really is so much fun. So I highly recommend everybody, <laughs> excuse me, just to try to pop on and check it out. And guess what? You might find something uh, of value. Not you might. You definitely will. It's you know, say make- hi in the comments, Josh. Just come and say hi. If that's all you can do, just come and say hi. Okay. And 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 like we tell everyone, um, Dave, once you're part of the positive vibe tribe, which by showing up you are. And you'll know this if you show up. You'll feel it immediately. We know your heart and you're always with us in spirit. So people often can't make it and they feel bad. They want to apologize to us. And we continually, Brian and I are like, no, no apology. Come back when you can come back. We're here. We're always going to be here. And we're always going to welcome you with open arms. And you've been here with us in spirit. So don't worry about it. We know your heart. Well, thank you so much. And I know your heart as well. And everybody else just... Make sure you find some peace and love in that heart. And when you need to take a swing, find that sweet spot, as we always talk about, and knock it out wherever that means to you. Have a great day. Thank you. Thank you. I'm really glad that you're enjoying our show. Peace, Love, and Bring a Bat is brought to you by Launchpad 516 Studios, executive produced by David Chemetsky and George Andriopoulos. Music selections by James Grant, Zach Nelson, and James Gaither and licensed through Storyblock. Sound effects and sponsorship music licensed through Epidemic Sound. Peace, Love, and Bring a Bat is hosted with Podbean. Subscribe to our show wherever podcasts are available. And don't forget to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and share with all of your friends. Follow us on Facebook at Peace, Love, and Bring a Bat. Follow me, Uncle Dave, Dave Shemetsky, on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Clubhouse. 
can find all those links and more info at davidchemetsky.com. For show ideas, feedback, guest inquiries, or just to chat, reach out to me at peacelovebringabat at gmail.com. For sponsorship and media inquiries, reach out to peacelovebringabat at lp516.com. Make sure to follow all the great podcasts produced by Launchpad 516 Studios. Today's journey has come to a close, my friends. I hope the seeds of peace and love continue to grow for each one of you. Remember that peace and love surrounds you and will assist you to rise again. But don't forget to bring it back for what you believe in. Namaste.